We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what is up green bay packers fans welcome back to another edition of the pack a day podcast the eve of aaron Rodgers' announcement or is it edition of the pack a day podcast I'm your host, Jacob Morley. You can find me on Twitter, at Jacob Morley, and I am joined today uh, my, by my two dear pals, Jacob Westendorf and Ross Uglum. Jacob, I think I just said your last name wrong, Westendorf, but uh, I don't think yeah, I Yeah, there's no R in there, but you threw what? it in there. That's happened more West, than you think. What, say, say it out loud. I've only, I think West I've only in, ever read it. It's Westendorf, not Westerndorf, which is what you said. Okay, Dorf, shut up. That's All right, so... Um, anyways, no, sorry about that. No, I just realized I probably never said your name out loud. Um, but guys, we've got, uh, two topics to talk about today. And I think there's plenty of ground to cover with both of these topics. Um, the first one is what I already teased in the, in the preview here is, you know, Pat McAfee comes out two days ago now, I guess. And is talking about, Hey, the show's back from hiatus. Uh, we're good. We're go. We're back, baby. And like, and we've got a huge guest booked. Ross, I'm going to kick it to you. Who do you who do you potentially think could be that huge guest on a Tuesday? Kicking off on a Tuesday, mind you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, the obvious assumption is Rogers. Yeah, we're not breaking any news there. Um, you know, his normal appearance with McAfee was Tuesday. Um, he's mentioned he really wants to make a decision and give the Packers enough time uh, leading up into you know free agency so they can make decisions as to the direction of their franchise. And you know the only thing that gives it pause is is I guess Pat not spilling the beans on who it's going to be. You would think um, just saying it's going to be Rogers would maybe drive more ratings to his show, but that's not really a problem he has. It's uh, he's doing just fine uh, in in that regard and. I would guess that it's AR, and and I think the timing makes sense for him to do whatever he's going to do. I, I think also it just points to him coming back, as we've mentioned a number of times, as far as I, I really think he would probably release a statement a la Brady, you know, if he was actually retiring. And I don't think 
going on McAfee's show uh, and demanding a trade is just anything he's going to do. The way that things have sort of come together, I, I would guess, um, you know, that, that he's going to announce some sort of an extension or just intention to sign an extension or intention to return to the Green Bay Packers if he's the guest. Or, or maybe they'll just chat. I, I don't know. Could be. Could be, Jacob. I kind of want to kick it to you and talk about what Raj just talked about, too. Talking about Aaron Rodgers as a person, like, I, I, I get what Ross is saying. Like, he's not going to come on the show and say, I'm retiring, right? He's not going to come on the show and say, I, I no longer want to be a Green Bay Packer. I'm demanding a trade. Um, so what are your thoughts with that kind of as well? You're kind of in the same boat as us thinking, if he's going to say it live, it's got to be, hey, I'm, I'm coming back for four more years, baby. Or what are your thoughts? I would imagine that's the case. But then again, at the same time, I never would have thought that Rodgers would have gone, you know, the nuclear option that he did last offseason where he was basically like, screw you guys, I don't want to be here anymore kind of thing because everything on the surface certainly looked like he was more than happy to be in Green Bay and be a Packer during the 2020 season. And of course, last offseason happened. Uh, But I do tend to agree with you. If he was going to retire – that certainly feels like a, a thank you video that they put some thought into and, and share his highlights and do all that stuff via social media where he maybe shares a personal message at the end. Uh, and if he were demanding a trade, I would imagine, you know, last season when he kind of half-heartedly asked for one, it was, you know, quiet. And he just basically told them, which he has confirmed a couple times since then, you drafted my replacement. You want to make a change, do it now. And that obviously didn't happen. So, Anything that involves Aaron Rodgers and something public certainly feels like he even said it last year. He didn't want to drag the organization through the mud. So anything public. Yes. I was just getting like that just brought that to my mind too, thinking about everything he talked about last offseason. You know, his annoyance with the media essentially and saying like, I didn't want this to be a big deal. Now, if you, you can believe that. Or you cannot believe I don't, that. So I don't. I don't. I don't. I tend to not agree with that either. Um, but he did say it. He did say he didn't want it to be a big deal. He wanted it to be behind closed doors. Um, so why would a public declaration of anything be anything other than a public decora- declaration of love, as as he would like to so eloquently put it? You know, I love this team. I love what's happened in the last year. I love what we're what we're doing and the relationships we're, that we've been able to build. I would imagine it's going to be something like that. Um, what is what I think will be really funny is a lot of people are going to be wrong when they whenever this does happen. You know, there's there's a lot of smart people, really smart people, that have said one thing or another, and people have kind of dug their heels in. And it's kind of odd. Like it, it is kind of an odd thing to see people that have dug their heels in on one thing or another, uh, because I think if you're digging your heels in on saying he's gone, you're kind of looking back on last year. And I think a lot of people that are still in the wagon of like, he's going to leave, he's going to be gone. It's inevitable. Everyone outside of green Bay thinks that he is going to be gone. Um, but those are the people that have not necessarily followed the team. Right, they're people that are basing their intel off of last offseason. When I think if you follow this team closely, I think anyone that has is thinking about what week six, seven, eight of this year. This thing yeah. seemed to really take a turn for. It looks like Rodgers is probably mending some fences, and he's probably going to be back. And 
let me ask you guys, at what point during this season did you kind of say, I, I think whatever issue they have is starting to be fixed. Like, can you guys pinpoint that? On the top of my head, um, after the, the Bears game at Soldier Field, yeah. when I don't remember who asked him, but somebody said something about it being his last game at Soldier. And he basically said, well, I don't think it's my last one. And everyone was kind of like, boing, Atena. Like, yeah. what's going on there? Like, why would that not be your last game at Soldier Field if we're all under the impression that this is the last dance, which throughout the course of the, I mean, I was never fully under the impression that this was the last season, a hundred percent for sure that that would be the case. Now, if you had asked me week one, I would have said that was more likely than not to be the case. But yeah, after that, I was starting to think along the lines of, of he's on his way back. And I think that there are people that have gotten married to a take and, and that's the way that they, they kind of feel like they have to stay that way. There are some odd ones in there. Um, people that maybe theoretically should know a little more about the Packers than, than some other people, but they haven't. And they've continued to say that. And who am I to question some of those people, I guess, but it certainly feels like everything green Bay's done since April when everything broke, like that's the part that everybody I think forgets on the Packers side of things, Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst, anybody who's talked openly, we want him for 2021 and beyond. And it looks like the and beyond part wasn't just lip service. They just needed to prove that, so to speak, to Rodgers. And I think they have because, like I told you, and I like we've all kind of agreed, I think he's the guest tomorrow on McAfee's show, and I feel like he's going to say, I'm coming back. And mind, mind you guys, the only reason the Packers want Aaron Rodgers back is because everyone knows that they don't believe in Jordan Love. That's right. the only reason I think you could possibly drop. And obviously, I'm joking, but I read that uh, that that whole that whole narrative is just is is wacky as well. Um, but Ross, what 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 are we gonna do tomorrow, man? If uh, it's like Roger Goodell, <laughs> that's the big guest on yeah. Tuesday. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Well, I mean, like I said, that's it's possible. You know, um, I've mentioned that. I, I mean, if look, <laughs> and Packer Report TV, anything we would do is on a completely different scale than the Pat McAfee show. But if I had Aaron Rodgers, my ass would be saying I've got Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so I mean, there, that, that's that's what I mean from Pat. Now Pat has had Aaron on a ton of times. Um, his numbers are obviously in a completely different stratosphere, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But ultimately, that's what's kind of stuck in my craw. Is like, man, if he, I, it, with everything kind of riding on on AR's decision right now, if I had a show and I booked Rodgers. I would tell everybody that I have Rogers booked and, and maybe, you know, um, part of getting Aaron to do it was saying, was, you know, promising not to give away the ghost early. I, I don't know. Um, certainly builds intrigue. It's, it's working, but uh, beyond building intrigue, man, I think if I knew it was Aaron Rodgers, obviously I'd be uh, setting an alarm. <laughs> I'd be setting a reminder. I'd be tuned in, you know, and, and not just for my job. I mean, literally like anybody that is that, in or is is into the Packers at all? It's a franchise football, football in football. general. It's yeah, the biggest true. narrative in sports right now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It reminds me of LeBron, honestly, of the the, the decision. What's which he do? I guess if you do want to go on the is other side of the take coin, his talents to South Beach at the like, time though. I'm if you guys remember, physically ill. Sure, but ten years ago <laughs> when that happened, like people thought for sure that LeBron wouldn't go on television and tell Cleveland to go scratch. Like sure. They, that was certainly a thing. So I guess yeah. if you want to look at the flip side, Aaron Rodgers has been compared to LeBron before in some different ways. Maybe he would say, I'm taking my talents to the Rocky Mountains or wherever. How amazing would that so. be? Hopefully he gets a bunch of kids from the Boys and girl, Girls Club to awkwardly stand behind him. <laughs> <laughs> What's Jim Gray doing? Mean, I know Gray like did from, a podcast with Brady, but can he come out tomorrow? Yeah, like from – Preferably from Green Bay, like lifelong Packers fans, be like, I'm demanding a trade today. The only th- and the only thing that would make me, Ross just talked about being physically ill. The only thing that would make me physically ill is if Rogers did come out and say he was retiring. Yeah, right. Because it, if yeah. he's like, I'm going to request requ- request a trade, I'm saying cool, like let's right. do it. This is this right. is going to be a fun couple off seasons. If he says I'm coming back, I want to get two more years out of this body. I want to play till I'm 40, and and the Packers are going to oblige me in that. Cool, let's go. Like that's that's a window that a lot of fan a lot of fan bases would kill for. So the only thing that would really really suck is the the retirement thing. But another interesting bit with this is, and we haven't even talked about Tom Clements yet because that that is a huge nugget. Tom Clements is not coming out of retirement at 69 to come coach Jordan Love, right? That's just, that's not a thing. Like, I, I can't imagine that being a thing. Um, and then the other thing that is kind of a little bit tinfoil hat, but if you kind of think about it a little bit and how, I don't want to say how weird Aaron is, but how weird Aaron Rodgers can be <laughs> about stuff is all these other guys. It, it was reported that Devondre Campbell was in Green Bay, Right was reported everybody did the, the googly eyes. He's going to sign before the void. I mean, that's self-reported, by the way. Yeah. That's on his IG. Right. And so you would you would assume that – and I think right now – Love it, the signing here, I have heard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. It's, you know, 9 o'clock on Monday night. Like, I think we would know I, – I, I think we would know if he 
Well, if he signed something, yeah, but Bill if Huber he, said he didn't. I mean, just you know, flat out, just said it said nothing. But they haven't signed anything, and that's why this is a little bit tinfoil hat type theory. Is it like are they trying to keep this stuff under wraps until Rogers announces that he's coming back? Because he doesn't want anyone standing in his spotlight. You know what I mean? Like he's he doesn't want anyone else tipping his hand that, uh, of what he's going to announce. He doesn't want people to know. Like, shoot, they're bringing the ba- they're getting the band back together. They're bringing Devondre back. Alan Lazard talked about him coming back and the Packers' interest in him being there. You know, so like all these other guys, like Tunyon, like are they going to bring him back? I would not be surprised whatsoever if we find out the news tomorrow, Rogers' news, and then corresponding moves directly after that. Would not be shocked at all. Wouldn't be shocked at all. I mean, wouldn't be shocked if he's not even on the show tomorrow either. So we we are in just a weird place. I would be willing to guess that this time tomorrow night, pretty much every everything we're saying today is going to be might as well be ten years old because I just have a feeling it's a lot's going to happen. Yeah, get in it the out quick. Get hours. it out quick, Andy. Get it out in the morning. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Listen, if you're listening it after the Pat McAfee show, this is obsolete. So. Um, I do want to ask you guys an open and open up the floor to Devondre Campbell. So the Packers clearly want him back, right? They 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 made that public, and Bill Huber reported that they did want him back. Like they they made efforts. Um, the void contract stuff was not signed, um, and that's eight hundred thousand dollars of a very tight cap that the Packers have. I would not be shocked at all if a deal gets done because, as Dorf always talks about, and he's right. The Packers don't go after guys that they want back and not get them back. That just that I can't name. I can't think of one guy. Jared the Cook's past. the only one I could think of, and Cookie was kind of one of those situations where I think they just decided that the Martellus thing was going to work out better, and uh, it Jesus didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not even. I don't think they didn't want him back. They just made a mistake, right? They just that was just an error of that was just a scouting error. And, and it so, wasn't. I mean, it wasn't even that egregious of an error in a sense of. He was fine, you know. Yeah. Cook was Cook was fine. I, I don't. He didn't revolutionize the tight end position, at, you know, for anyone else. But yeah, and I think I, people, it, when it's Marty, people people romanticize <laughs> right. the the Dallas catch. Yeah, with Cook. Well, and, and you and you, think, you have to you have to think of opportunity cost. What did it make you do? Sink a bunch of terrible money into Jimmy Graham and Marty Bennett. And draft Jay Sternberger at a really high pit. I mean, there's a lot of sins at that tight end position over the years that have, which is why the Tunyon thing is interesting. But I mean, that's not really what you asked. But the Tunyon thing, it's interesting because of that. But I mean, I I, I forgot what I asked. I forgot. Uh, You were talking about Dre because we were talking about guys they've talked about wanting back. And like, I mean, seriously, when you go back and look at it, Bulaga, Lindsley, Hayward, Hyde, all them guys basically said it was like radio silence from Green Bay. They never talked to them. So that's why, like, over time when they talk about Devontae and everybody's like, I'm worried, are they going to bring them back? I'm not because they've said a million times. And they didn't say, like, a general canned answer. So I remember very vividly the year that the Packers drafted Devontae and HaHa Clinton Dix. Mike Vandermaus, who used to be the editor at the Green Bay Press-Gazette, asks Ted Thompson flat out, like, are you interested in bringing back guy a guy like Jermichael Finley? And Ted was basically like, well, yeah, we want to obviously try and bring back all of our players. And Gutekunst kind of says some stuff like that. Like last year when he was asked about Corey Lindsley, he said something similar. But when you listen to him talk about Devontae Adams or Devondre Campbell or somebody, he hasn't said anything openly about Campbell, but Adams, 
he's so important to our football team. He's such a big part of what we do. We definitely want to be able to get things done with him, blah, blah, blah. When they say stuff like that, they get those guys come hell or high water. It's not like they've ever lost out on any of those players. The same thing, honestly, you can go back a year ago, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was a the guy they talked about. They said the franchise tag was an option. They didn't use the tag, and then everybody kind of lost their mind a little bit. And then three days later, he had a four-year contract. So if Green Bay wants a guy that's their own, they get him. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? We've all struggled with mental health in different ways, especially during a pandemic, and I'm certainly no different. Keeping myself centered mentally is such a huge part of my overall health goals, and that's where BetterHelp has helped me. BetterHelp has the ability to assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist, plus you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. You can even schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed, and it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy. Plus, financial aid is available if needed. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash packaday. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And of course, we have a special offer for Packaday listeners, as you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash packaday. Support for the Packaday podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off in free worldwide shipping with code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. Friends, inside this package, you're going to find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. And let me tell you a bit more about this Lawnmower 4.0. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, sort of important, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precise shave. Right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code PACKADAY. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And I think I don't think people realize how far in advance Green Bay plans stuff. Like, you hear about, and Ross, you like like the Marvel Universe, and I promise I'll bring it back to the Packers. Nerds. The Marvel Universe, they have this thing mapped out for the next decade and a half, right? <laughs> So, Ross, but maybe more. Okay. So, like, the Packers have their plans mapped out for the next two, three years. And I think that's the kind of the thing with like Zadarius. When they redid his deal, I think they did that knowing full well that he was not going to be a Packer next year. And they had already made that decision 12 months ago. Right. And that's why we get to this point. I think that's what ruffled Z's feathers a little bit about all the weird stuff that happened this year was like, man. I'm a, Future I'm Minnesota Vikings, Darius Smith. Probably, yeah, probably. He's, he, and he's a good player still, right? Eyeball like emojis. that's where it's that's where it's like 
as fans, you can read the tea leaves with these guys about who is going to be back. The only guy that surprised me probably in the last five, six years that's back is Aaron Jones, right? Because he was a guy that I thought was gone, and they brought him back. They made it work with him, and I think some of that had to do with with Aaron being like, hey, I'll, I'll take less to play and stay here in Green Bay. Um, so I think you know guys that they know they want back, they have that in their plans. It's it's not surprising to the Packers when a guy walks at all. They let that happen. Well, so do you think I think the Rodgers thing played into Jones too. Like just to throw that in there, like don't you think that they're trying to convince Rodgers to come back while letting your star running Rodgers doesn't care about longevity and all that crap when it comes to running yeah. backs. Do you think that played into that at all? Oh, probably. I, I do. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, and I think that's that was the start of it, right? With was with, with appeasing this guy, and now we are here. We are full circle potentially not leaking signings the day before Rodgers wants to announce that he's going to come back because it is all about him and it is what he wants. And the Packers have absolutely bent, bent the knee to Aaron Rodgers for better or worse, but that is the position they're in right now. And it's all hail King Rodgers. What do you want, buddy? And that's kind of how they're going to operate. So um, I think the deal with Campbell probably gets done. Not probably. I, I guarantee he gets done. And I wouldn't be surprised at all, contract-wise, if that 800000 that they essentially are losing out on with the void year, um, that is essentially part of his contract, his extension, um, because I think that's the only way they can really make it work. And I think Russ Ball is savvy enough to make something like that work, where it's like, all right, we have to pay you. You're going to be on our books for 800000 this year regardless, so let's just roll that into your, you know, essentially what your contract will be. Uh, but Ross, I do want to ask you because you you are you are oh. very much team inside linebackers don't matter. <laughs> Trash can full of dirt in the middle of the field, good enough. How do you feel about this Packers team going out there and making an effort to go after a guy like Devondre Campbell after an All Pro season? Uh, I mean, I kind of. Point, I, I kind of like drew it out for people. The defense regressed. If, if you can argue with me, but I'm not going to let you go any further than they re- maybe remain stagnant. Like the advanced numbers will tell you they regressed. DBOA, weighted DBOA, but all that stuff would just tell you that they, they regressed. Ultimately, everything I've said, which is that it, it just doesn't matter that much. And what Joe Barry has shown, I mean, you look at what happened to like Corey, and I'm not no disrespect to Devondre Campbell. He played awesome this year. But go look at what happened to Corey Littleton after he left Joe Barry. Like Joe Barry's a brilliant inside linebackers coach. Period. He gets awesome results out of his guys. He could probably do it with a number of dudes. And Chris Barnes? ultimately, no, not Chris Barnes. <laughs> but ultimately, I mean, but like a big dude, like a like like a not Oren Burks, Chris Barnes, undersized dude, like a big dude. But w- what I'm trying to say is, linebacker. like I, this team is is up against it. So don't shotgun money into the sun on non-premium position players. Like I, a thousand percent, going into last season, I don't think the Packers and people will argue with me on this, and that's fine. I don't think the Packers' ultimate ceiling would have been changed that much by their backs being Dylan, Kylan Hill, and Patrick Taylor as opposed to 
Aaron Jones, Dylan, and Kylan Hill. I don't think it changes that much about the team. And I think the inside linebacker thing is the same. Keep your money for your premium offensive linemen, your wide receivers, your corners, and your pass rushers, and your goddamn quarterback. Do not give it to running backs and linebackers, please. Well, they're going to bring back Campbell, so But nobody gives a shit what I think. But how much – but so they got – I mean, Jones is on a team-friendly deal. Aaron Jones is on a very team-friendly deal. It's essentially he's going to be on, on their books for one more year, and they can get out They can get out for they a They can get out twice. Yeah, they can get out twice. Either so, after – yeah. If, here's, my, here's my thought on that. So if you're all in for two years the way that they are – like you're talking about shotgunning money into the sun. And I understand that, but doesn't the situation of what they're going to do have to dictate some of that a little bit as well? If the money's not that big of a deal, then keep those guys in the fold. And I'm, and I'm in general, I agree with Ross's you know theory on that. Those positions aren't as important as the other ones, but if you're going to be all in, you can't be taking chances on fifth round guys that you're expecting to start at that position or undrafted, you know, free agents that kind of jump in. And I'm talking about linebackers specifically more so than I am running back because we've seen like Antonio Gibson was a third or fourth round pick, or maybe a late second, jumped in and was really good for that Washington football team a couple years ago. But with the situation Green Bay's in, all their eggs are in the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams basket. So this is a two or three year kind of deal here. So if that's going to be the case, keep as many veterans and good players in some positions that maybe you wouldn't otherwise pay. Because in a normal situation, like five years ago, if Rodgers is the quarterback, don't you think they say, hey, Dre, thanks for helping us out this year. Uh, Now, good luck wherever it is that you're going somewhere else. And they probably would have done the same thing like I mentioned with Aaron Jones. That's why I was talking earlier. Don't you think the Aaron Rodgers is pissed at a situation? Maybe played into Green Bay's hand a little bit at bringing those guys back. Now they're trying to convince this guy to stick around. Well, you don't really do that by letting guys like Rodgers has gone out of his way to praise Devondre Campbell a thousand times yeah. between the last calendar year. So I think that certainly plays into it. And maybe it should like, maybe that's Gutekunst thinking is that normally I wouldn't do this, but since we're all in for two or three years, might as well. And I don't mind that. I don't mind the fact like, you know, we haven't, we won a Super Bowl in 2010 with an all world quarterback. Haven't won one since. Maybe we do need to change a couple things up a little bit. Um, the other thing is, one thing I know for a fact about NFL teams is they're stubborn as hell. And NFL teams have had a very long time to have their scouting report on Devondre Campbell. And I don't – part of me wants to say, like, and if Devondre Campbell hits free agency this year, even with an all-pro season under his belt, I still don't think he's going to demand big money. This guy has been on several teams, has been a, a good player for teams – and I don't think a lot of teams are going to look at it and say, wow, he had one really good year in Green Bay. Let's give him a boatload of money. Same for Rasul Douglas. That was Rasul Douglas talking had, about pre-show, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he had his foot out the door of the NFL and then comes to Green Bay and is, uh, you know, you could make the argument that he was an all-pro level player if he played a full season. You know, NFL teams, I don't think, at least not good ones, are just going to go and be like, man, our evaluation must have been wrong. Let's let's back the Brinks, Brinks truck up for this guy. I just don't think that happened. So when and if Devondre does get re-signed in Green Bay, I think his contract is going to be fascinating. 
I, yeah. I think it is for both of them. Honestly, I mean, Sewell basically said, like, you don't have to pay me much. Like, I, I'm not going to go for the minimum again, but you don't have to pay me much, and I'll come back. Granted, his agent may be like, hey, uh, dumbass, you're, you're, you're a cornerback. <laughs> Somebody's going to pay you $9 million. Right. right. 12. <laughs> right. Like, here's 448. I mean, there's some bad, uh, like I I've mean, been doing some behind the scenes tampering on your behalf. Do not sign with the Packers for one year, six million dollars. Do, do, well, do, do not do that because that goes right into your premium premium position argument. With Dre is probably going to be cheaper because he doesn't play a premium right. position. And I've, and he's I've said like, this: do not sign, do not sign Dre if it costs you Rasul. And I bet you about eight out of ten casual Packer fans would disagree with me. I said the same thing a few weeks ago. I would resign. I would sign. Like my answer is, why not both? <laughs> but sure, if you sure. Have but to- I mean, if 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 you have a gun to my head and you say Sewell or Devondre, I'd be like, see you I'm later. Sure. Give me Chad Muma in the fourth round, and I'll run him out there or whoever the hell. I don't care. Quay, I, a million different guys. Take I, another I shot actually, on a veteran for a couple million bucks. I mean, they've sure. done that the last two years. Yeah. The Wisconsin well, kids and all, I actually like the depth of – I think there's like – and I'm going to say this, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. There are like 11 Blake Martinez's in this draft. <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's with this team too, they may be looking at it of saying like, what is our best 11 on the field? And we have, we have Jair and we have Eric Stokes coming back. Where is Sewell going to play? Are we just going to – are we just going to – I mean – are we just going to roll with the the uh, kick and Jair into the slot every third down type thing all year? For safety. Are we, we going to play? About yeah, safety. We play safety. Yeah, safety. safety. But safe. I mean, I get it's a cover too, and that's. I mean, all, pretty much all safety four of those defensive backs are kind of interchangeable in a cover too. But uh, so I think he could do it, and then that allows you to move what Savage to the Savage slot down do that. where he should be. Jair. You do all that kind of stuff. But no will Chandon. they? But will they? I mean, that's – I think – yeah, Chandon's gone. I think they play Shamar just in that dime roll and they're fine. But, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. And, and But even so with Rasul, like, you want to come back and play for cheap. Like, p- teams don't even need to, you to be an all-pro. They don't even need you to play at, at the level you played at last year. Bro, just come in and play replacement level (laughs) cornerback for us, and we will pay you handsomely because that's hard to find, you know? So, like, that's also another reason that you would hate to let him walk out the door just because if if the Packers are a team that says – and every team says this, well, you can never have have too many guys that can cover. Well, put your money where your mouth is then, huh? And they were a rolled Campbell. ankle away Devondre, at several points Devondre. last year from starting Isaac Yadam and Kevin or oh, Kevin King. <laughs> like if Eric Stokes rolls his ankle in that Cincinnati game, it's Isaac Yadam and Kevin King playing cornerback. Yikes. Because that was before Devondre, Sewell was active. So that happens Devondre more K- than you'd think. Devondre Campbell can cover too, which is also fun. But yeah, bring them both back. And I think I think they will. I really do. I think they'll bring both those guys back. I think they will both be Packers next year. Um, and that is that might be something that surprised the Packers' long-term plans because they found two absolute gems off the scrap heap last mm-hmm. year. Um, so that's fun. Uh, but, guys, we're at 30 minutes, so we, we got plenty of juice out of those two topics. Um, like I said, this time tomorrow, uh, this podcast is going to suck, 
and it won't be relevant anymore. So at least I hope so. Honestly, I, I hope no, so. Hang on just a minute. This podcast is going to suck the minute it goes on the airwaves. Well, fair. Let's just make that clear. Fair point. Yeah, no, I, I hope – I hope everything we talked about today is irrelevant tomorrow. I hope Rogers comes back and gives us a decision either way. And then I hope I hope Dre signs a cheap contract and I hope Rasul signs a cheap contract and we can put that in the back burner and just move forward with draft season um, and everything else. So uh, that is it for us today, guys. Thank you uh, for, for joining us, um, as always. And until next time, go Pack Go. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.